Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Sklar Brothers and Daniel Van Kirk here with... Andy Daly. Welcome to the show, wow. sir. TV's Andy what Daly. And he's going to be on Dumb People Town this week, and oh damn is he funny. A show that was designed for his talents. Yes. Dumb People Town? I agree with you. Yes. You go. Andy Daly, listen to it. You'll enjoy it. Hey everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Another, another Thursday, baby. Weekend coming. Uh, I'm in Austin right now with... Uh, my boy Brad, we're doing a live About Last Night podcast tonight, 6 p.m. at Speakeasy. That's 412 Congress Avenue. 6 p.m. tonight, About Last Night, live with Chris Porter and Dan St. Germain. Uh, come out and see us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, our first live podcast at, a, at, uh, at, at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Uh, and then I'm doing shows Friday, the goddamn Comedy Jam. Um, at the uh, Anton's Nightclub, and then Saturday at 10 Oak, um, 8 p.m., the Super Show on Saturday, April 22nd. Um, yeah, so a lot of great shows. Come out and see us. And, uh, and, and, and man, we're going to get so many great other podcasts here. There's so many great comics here from all over. It's, uh, it's great. This is where we got Hassan Minaj. Uh, last year, who's now actually hosting the uh, White House Correspondence Dinner, which is insane. Uh, we also got Jimmy Carr last year here, so um, yeah, some some great uh, uh, guests to be had. Uh, these festivals are always so fun. It's just a big, it's like comedy camp. Everyone's just hanging out. Uh, you get to kick it with people you don't usually get to hang with. A lot of New York comics. Um, so anyway, gonna be a blast. Uh, today's episode. Speaking of great comics, uh, comedy beasts of the game. Excuse me. Uh, also here at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, you know these guys from Cheap Seats, Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, the Tonight Show, Conan, uh, 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 their 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 podcast, Sklarbro Country, uh, their other podcast, Dumb People Town. They've been on everything. They've hosted everything. They're the two of the best and funniest people that Brad and I know. Uh, two of our favorites for sure. It's the Sklar Brothers, baby. Jason and Randy Sklar. Uh, what what a treat, man! These guys, we we've been trying to get them on for a while, but uh, they're they're busy dudes and they're fathers, and they get into that. Uh, they're. Their uh, stories about uh, watching classic movies with their kids is uh, so fucking funny. And just that perspective you get on, on re-watching stuff that was big for you as a kid now through the eyes of a, of a child, um, really hilarious. How they got into comedy, how they started together and formed their duo act um, is, is fascinating. Uh, we talk about cheap seats. We talk about um, some of their best and worst gigs. A uh, lot of laughs. They're easy. They're they're pros. So this one we could have talked for four hours. They'll be back on again for sure. So uh, enjoy the hell out of this episode. Uh, follow them on Twitter at Scalar Brothers. Uh, again, subscribe to their podcast, Scalar Bro Country. Uh, Brad and I have both been on that. And uh, Dumb People Town, uh, another hilarious podcast where they break down dumb uh, people things from around the uh, from around the country on a da- on a daily basis, and there's a lot of dumb shit happening. And they find these great stories and they do commentary on them. It's awesome. Um, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad at Funny Brad at Alien Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram at Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Like I said, live podcast tonight uh, in Austin. <clears throat> 
uh, the Moon Tower Comedy Festival at uh, the Speakeasy, 6 p.m., Chris Porter, Dan St. Germain. Um, and then uh, next week, Brad Williams. Next week, Brad Williams is, I think, on vacation. Next time Brad uh, goes somewhere is uh, Cobb's Comedy Club, May 3rd in San Francisco, and then May 5th and uh, uh, just May 5th. Brad's doing two shows at the uh, Sacramento Punchline um, in uh, Sacramento, California, and then May 11th through the... Uh, 13th, Brad's in Portland, Oregon at the uh, Helium Comedy Club. And then Brad and I are both May 18th through the 20th in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. That's going to be a blast. Get your tickets at uh, uh, bradwilliamscomedy.com or adamraytv.com. Crapshoot Comedy Festival, Las Vegas. We're going to be doing a live ALN podcast out there, too. It's going to be a fucking blast. Um, I'm in town for a while. I'm in town for two or three weeks. So uh, I'll be doing a lot of live local shows. Of course, my next Adam Ray and Buddy show is next Tuesday, April 25th at 8.30 at the Comedy Store Main Room. Dana Carvey, Jeff Dye, John Radinsky, Chris Red, Ron Funches, and Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, holy shit. What a fucking lineup. Uh, AdamRayTV.com or uh, ComedyStore.com for your tickets. 8.30, April 25th. Main room. Get them. Come. It's going to be great. Uh, Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for your shirts and hats. Get them. Bring them to the show, especially these live shows. We'll sign them, take pics, and, uh, and, uh, and make sure you're subscribed. And, and rate and, and, and comment on the iTunes page. It helps us climb the charts. Go to iTunes right now if you haven't subscribed. And if you are subscribed, thank you. And comment on the iTunes page. And then give us a five-star rating. We appreciate the love. Um, man, the episode's coming up here in May. I can't even fucking tell you. Burt Kreischer, Zach Efron, uh, Jay Leno, um, Jesus Christ, uh, uh, Andrew Santino, Brent Morin. So much fun. So many great apps. Make sure you subscribe. We're just going to keep on moving and shaking. Uh, thank you guys for all the love and all the emails and the tweets. And, uh, and, and keep letting us know that you're, that you're loving the pod. You know, Email us. Tweet at us. We get back to it. And of course, Return to the Mac, uh, brand new episode uh, premiered last night on Pop TV. It's every Wednesday, eight thirty. Glad you guys are loving the show. It's so fun. I hope we get to do another season. Uh, so keep on watching eight thirty Pop TV. Return of the Mac. Now that we got the Return of the Mac show details out of the way, the Twitter handles, the merch info, the tour dates. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Scalar Brothers. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. This is uh, Ghostbusters money. This is, <laughs> I wish. I wish. This that that I the Ghostbusters. That oh yeah, yeah. It was, was like a, so psyched to see you cool. singing. That what was way cooler about that is that I mean that whole scene was like ten days. Like there was a whole like I had like twenty lines yeah, and like yeah. when I got knocked into the amps, I got pulled off the thing. Mm-hmm. There was like a whole action thing, but then you know. You hey, gotta give the ladies well, as much screen time as possible. They said it tested too well. Yeah. That was one of those rare things mm-hmm. where they're like, this scene is too good. We wanna take it down a notch. Yeah. And uh I mean like we don't want to win any Academy Awards with Dude. this thing. No. You know, we just want it to be a nice, fun romp. So uh this isn't uh that's what happened. This isn't the movie that. Glory. <laughs> uh Adam, is this the first uh twins that have been in your apartment? Uh <laughs> 
and yeah. twins. Yes, because my yeah, I, I mean the only other set of twins that I well no actually I know three sets of twins. Mm-hmm. My nieces being one. Mm-hmm. We are seven. not. We are not your nieces. No, you're way funnier. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's not the same. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, they, have we started already? Yeah. Oh yeah. They did. I mean, they, here's here's the difference. Uh, just I mean, one of many between you and my nieces. My nieces said to me, I was just home in Seattle, and we're sitting there in the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving. And we're going to swimming at the YMCA. I don't know mm-hmm. if your kids sure. are they. It's they're past seven, right? Yeah. I have, well, he doesn't. He has one that's below seven. Okay. I have an eight year old and a three year old, and I have mm-hmm. a almost ten and almost twelve. Swimming? A lot? Big activity? Yeah, we yeah. love swimming. He's got a, yeah. Jay's got a pool. I have a pool at my house. Oh, Jay lives that. at, well, he lives at the Y. I do <laughs> live at the Y. <laughs> okay, so free access to the gym and vending machine. That's that do you have to pay for the vending sound. machine or do they have you to? You do have to pay for it, but I found a way to jimmy it. <laughs> when you have a three-year-old, that hand goes up pretty high. It's a little hand. Pretty small. You know what? Hand. I mean, Adam discovered the same thing hanging out with me. No. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I did, my only nickname growing up was uh, Muggsy after uh, Muggsy Bokes. Which, phenomenal nickname. Yeah, that's a great nickname. Right. Because that you could, nickname. you could dunk. He could Spud. dunk. I would call you Spud. Spud. Maybe. That's a great. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. I didn't like that one. I didn't like. But also your head small potato. That's yeah, I was true. gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very potato-like small noggin. potato. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gigantic potato. That's true. You could have, you could have large Spud. spuds, I guess. Uh, but my niece said uh, on the drive, she goes, "It's just it's just dead quiet." You know, we're, we're sure. talking bullshit in here and there, and then at one point, she just goes, "Uncle Adam." I'm sorry you don't have a wife. Yeah! <laughs> Let's bring it home. All right. Wow. You know what? She's been getting my messages. <laughs> that is such an evolved thought. Isn't it wasn't it? like, Uncle Adam, how come you don't have a wife? No. Right. It's Uncle Adam, we feel pity for you. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one goes, we're only seven and we can see that you <laughs> fucked up. Your life is not gone the way yeah. it's going. According to our knowledge is of Doc McStuffins. <laughs> And what even that gave us and enough foresight. And we can foresight. see that yeah. you won't have a mate. Yeah. She said, I, and the other one said, I'm sorry that when you look into the eyes of the women you fuck, <laughs> you don't see life partners. You just, Turn right. Swimming's right there. YMCA, YMCA, YMCA. Towers are free, right? Uh, and, and, then, uh, and then the other one after she said that goes, I'm also sorry that when you get scared, you poop your pants. And, and I was like, well, all right. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that, who doesn't? Very and, insightful, and you guys would know about that because you did a documentary about poop, about, about poop, that about you, poop that we're still trying to, we're figuring out. They're trying to sell it and okay. get it distributed, but oh, it was it, it came out great. You it were was, great. You're a big part of it. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, it's about why we all do it. It's something we all do, and yet it's something no one wants to talk about ever. Or a lot of Nobody. people, a lot of comedians will talk about it, but the general public doesn't get squeamish. It's Really, a movie about a, a difficult subject to talk about. Oh, cool! So sure. it's not like you're doing the history of poop. No, no although it is fascinating how it is. certain cultures. You know, the history of poop is poop is like it informs the way cities were built because they had to figure out ways to get it out. Yeah, and, and aqueduct it out of cities. And sure. So huge. Like and civic it carried, decisions carried disease for a long time. So to stay away from it was now people are getting like fecal. Transplants where no they get other people's poop put inside Inserted, them yeah. to change their inner Why? inner chemistry. It's what does that do? Can it's you get Oprah's absolute. poop digestion? I, <laughs> I would love Oprah's poop. Well, feel, you can. Well, what happens is you like order that, Oprah's I feel like poop. That should be in a museum somewhere. Oprah, you, you order Oprah's poop and you get Gail's poop. <laughs> 
because nobody's really yeah. It's yeah. like when you get the, uh, well, the like laminated. They test it. It's like when you get the laminated photo of Magic Johnson at the uh, Fun Zone, but yeah. it's like a fake signature. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you know that Magic Johnson? I mean, for as great as he is, and I was like, man, if the Kings start to lose anymore, he's going to buy the LA Kings. Okay? Right. He's going to own every sports team. You here. think? He's Why not? Magic Johnson. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. So Magic Johnson had a guy on his staff because he always woman flew, woman, woman excuse me always flew private. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course. Magic Johnson sure. has a woman on his staff, and I'm going to say this, and you're going to think it's sexual, but it's not sexual. Okay. A woman on his staff whose only job it is to warm up his Twizzlers. <laughs> to, okay. Wait, to, I have a lot of problems Human war- warmth around the Twizzlers so that they're not cold Hard. when it so reaches Magic's mouth. Hold, she just holds them? She holds she, them. She, 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 like she's starting a fire. Body warmth, yeah. yeah. Maybe you gotta rub them. Maybe Cubs you gotta action. swizzle the twizzle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. Does he make like, her say that when she does it? Swizzle <laughs> that twizzle, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I mean, that, that, God, that is fuck you money. That, that is, is fuck you money. Right? You that's got a wife named Cookie right. and a woman warming <laughs> your Twizzlers. That's not it. your wife. And everyone makes fun of Lamar Odom for being too too much into candy. Uh-huh. That, that, that seems to be a slight Have obsession for him. magic face down in a whorehouse? No. No, nope. nope. you haven't. He knows where to warm his, he knows, he knows where his <laughs> Twizzlers are warm. <laughs> Ma- magic is responsible for one of the greater quotes ever. When, uh, when, dur- when During that famous press conference, he goes, yeah. and I'm proof that if, if it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. And then in an interview right after that, he described that he would be in orgies with over 10 people. Yeah. And I'm like, well. If it can, ha- <laughs> it can happen to you. It yeah. can happen to anyone in that orgy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any 10 of us. And Adam's nieces are like, I'm sorry you got AIDS, Magic. And he's like, HIV. Uh, well, we know a little more than you. We know, we know where it's headed. Wait five years. Yeah, we know, yeah, yeah, we know how this ends, Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Did in, at any point in the poop uh, documentary? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and what's it called? Uh, I mean, still working title. Yeah, poop, uh, it's called Poop Talk, according to I IMDb. Poop Talk, but I would we'll know about it when it talk. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, poop yeah. Talk, I talk and shit, shit talk, talk and shit, shit right. talk and all that stuff. Right? Uh, did is it ever touched on about Bill Gates when he was trying to? Did you ever hear about this when he was trying no. to yeah. turn? Uh, did it shit into drinking water? Yeah, he did it. He made, you heard about he, this? He no. made, I heard about I feel it. Like yeah. I yeah, but this apparently Bill Gates. <laughs> no, wait a second. Poop. Into Check this out. This is weird. Poop in the Aquafina. You know, this, this is just wow. strange. You know, I, Bill Gates. I did not hear yeah. that. Bill Gates with the. Trying, trying to make. Uh, <laughs> trying to make poop in the drinking water. He tried pee. Shit, uh, shit in the water. I thought. And then he I named his company. thought we already have had it. It's called Dethani. Have you seen this? He named his company after his penis. On Microsoft. And so. <laughs> Two things that you would never oh, call your penis, <laughs> micro and thought. Yeah, I mean, but that, but that, but that, that is something he did. He made a machine. Wow. And That's he, also and, fuck you, money. And he yeah. drank the first glass. He I drank mean, the first glass of the water. We have that much time. You're that rich. You have that much downtime to be sitting there being like, I wonder if I could turn this. Drink. Into By this. the way, yeah. I'm gonna say that I just finished Bruce Springsteen's. Uh, oh, his book. Oh, and yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan, and and I just a fan of rock and roll and a fan of the boss and just what he's as an artist as we all yeah. are artists trying to create what we do I always look to people who have done it and I'm like well what did you do and how did you do it and when did this happen and how did these things how did you handle it when things were happening right. for you fascinating but money doesn't and money and success as great as it is what you realize through even Bruce Springsteen like he dealt with demons his entire life still dealing with them like he mm-hmm. hit 60 and was like super depressed yeah I'm like you're the 
You, what, are what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, what, what are you talking about? I hate about? hearing that because it's like, well, then what am I working towards? Right. Well, I'm, I'm working to try to end all that. You're, no, you're working towards happiness. I mean, I you're, think you're working oh, towards happiness. Now we're getting philosophical. Yes, well, you are. I think you are. Yeah. I mean, you're engaged. You're yep. certainly. So if you're engaged to a Better person. Better than Adam. That's enough. <laughs> Hey, I'm I get sorry. to swim with the wife for free. <laughs> me. My life rules. Uh, no, but there is, I mean, to say that you're engaged, you're, the, no pun intended, you're literally engaged with life. You're hoping to, on yeah. some level, make a lasting partnership. Not that all partnerships end up lasting and feeling right, but you're sure. certainly trying. So she is she's obsessed with all your podcasts. I love I her. Love and her. I will say this. Yeah. She pre- Think about this. Yeah. And, I, and, and this is for you, too. This is for oh, you, too. Because he doesn't have one. Well, no, no. Hey, I'm fine. And if this he is, is going to be a running theme, it's not a running theme. It's not a running theme. But if I told you mm-hmm. in high school or whatever, right. in college, this you is would the be per- six feet. But no, yeah. oh. this is the person you're going to be with. Yeah, yeah. I think there's no way you could have conceived that this would be the person. And yet, I saw you guys hanging out, and I'm like, That's there exactly. is nobody else in the world that could be yeah. with you than this person. I'm like, I you guys are that. great together. So it's just such a fascinating thing. Like you just can't tell. No one can tell what it's going to wind up, who you're going to wind up being with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, first, of all, uh, first of all, thank you. We we make these maps to help us sort of guide through all uh, all these interviews that we do uh, on the podcast. Right. She pretty much made this one. She's like, okay, here's here's the scars are about. It. <laughs> and she just like ran down all uh, all she your was stuff. Very, very cool. Yeah. She uh, yeah, She's obsessed with uh, both your podcasts, which are uh, Sklarbro Country and uh, Dumb People Town. Dumb People Town is the new one. We sort of. Re- yep. Yeah, why why start another one? Well, because we had Sclarbro County and Sclarbro County. Yeah. And county was more broad of a mm-hmm. thing. Sclarbro Country is sports. Sclarbro County was you've done Sclarbro Country yep. and you did Sclarbro County. So, yep. okay. So Adam, you did Sclarbro Country. We talked about sports. We yep. got deep into Seattle sports yep. and like we got a lot of Michael Cage references. Yes, oh. it was very you, you got a little cagey. I, yeah. Yeah, a little cagey. I think I meant you mentioned that you read the Nate McMillan. Uh, are you about to start the Springsteen uh, Springsteen uh, biography? I said I just finished the Sean Mullins biography. Sean Mullins Sean biography. Mullins. Wow. Everything and guess what? Everything is going to be all right. Rock bye. Rock bye. It's so funny because like his, and then the song's called Lullaby, right? He's so he's, <laughs> he never says that. By the way, in the song, every woman he writes about, <laughs> and I can picture he does such a good job yeah. of of creating the image. I'm like, what a bitch! <laughs> I can't handle any woman. <laughs> oh, like you're some, sad. Oh, yeah. you're a oh, hot actress. Oh, sad you're sad. A bar. <laughs> Are you sad because you're so hot? <laughs> Shut up! Didn't work out for you. <laughs> Shut up. You can have whatever you want. It's all there for you. Um, but uh, we were sad talking about and white. <laughs> so we so so it was a it was a more broad thing of like talking about dumb people doing stupid things. Right. Yeah. You, you have know. a just a genuine curiosity for yes. have you always been dumb like behavior. new stories and yeah new stories that break down dumb behavior and there have to be twists and turns in the story. So we did that under Sclabro County. We kind of split our audience in two, and our podcast network said you guys need to pick one of these two podcasts to go with, and we didn't want to lose one. So we took one and we said let's shop around and see if people want to do this. Well, Feral mm-hmm. Audio came forward and said. We know we can get behind this and make this a big podcast, and so we've been with them for like twelve weeks, and mm-hmm. it's already doing. Yeah, really. It's and, already uh, awesome. been fantastic. Yeah. Well, and, you guys uh, have such a solid built-in yeah. audience, right? That helps. Yeah, but, it, also, but they have gotten us out to. They've grown it times yeah. five. They've, they've grown really the audience, awesome. audience times five, wow. and we are super excited. And about then you just there. take yeah. stories like Crazy Florida Man stories, but from so everywhere, from, from everywhere. everywhere. I think this past week we had a Canadian story about a guy who was Facebook friends with a woman, and mm-hmm. she had posted a little 
thing about her her kids, one of them being a boy, and then he offered just on Facebook to perform an in-home circumcision for the boy. Yes. She stayed in that yes. conversation. Yes, she did not leave. In relationship. Unauthorized circumcision. If that interests you, then this podcast By the way, um, I saw unauthorized <laughs> circumcision at Coachella last week. They're great. Amazing, right? Oh, my God. They they opened, were, I felt like they were cut off a little too early. <laughs> wait, like, what are they open for? Ooh, Jesus Christ. Who are they open for? I okay, just, oh, wait, finish shit. the joke. I'll get who a they tell. Open, who they, they open the for? They open for car seat headrest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we go. And then they open for Gail's poop. Uh, ah, and then they open for, uh, and then they open for Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> and then they opened for Fred Armisen, which is really weird <laughs> that he would be performing uh, at that year. Jay, oh, Jay dumps the water and ruins yeah. the whole table. I don't. Now right. Adam's so never going to find a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Why do this? So anyway, so we uh, just to, to put a pin in it, yeah, or to, to put a bow around it. We uh, so yeah, we moved it over there and super excited, yeah, and changed the title because Scarborough County kind of tells you what it is, but it doesn't really tell you what it is, right? And it's then, a little confusing, yeah. a little confusing. County, country, I can see how people might get Some confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the logo was the same, and people thought county was about sports. It's not. Sure. So we've opened it up to a larger uh, audience. audience of people, and we and are very pretty much excited. it just says whatever the podcast is about right there in the title. Dumb. We're gonna take you to dumb people town we will take you to a place where people do dumb things and we don't uh we don't ostracize them for doing dumb things we try and understand why they do that well yeah like what goes through the head what How, go, what, what, what what were the 10 decisions that right. led up to what this guy getting naked and fighting your uh brother over a piece yeah. of or, or a guy who brought a snake to a park and just let it slither around while people were there and then was upset when someone said you should put a leash on that like that <laughs> guy was that? that was in uh what town was that in that was in south dakota south dakota wow. so that the nanny state which we found out south dakota is the nanny state? Yeah, weird. So, so every we have detail. we have the show me state. We have the, the golden state, and then we the, the nanny, nanny state. state. That's I mean, that's uh, Nevada is the golden shower state. Yes. Wow. No, well yes. that doesn't. Surprise I mean, me. that, that doesn't. That shouldn't surprise sense. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, anything about Seattle, my hometown? That was we haven't had anything, in, but Oregon releases its police blotter just like Florida. So a lot of stories come There's from a lot Oregon. of Oregon stories of just people yeah. kind of on meth. Losing well, because like we we do a se- we do a segment when we do live podcasts that's often called uh, uh, "Defend Your Hometown." Yeah, uh-huh. where we bring up. Uh, a weird ass story, That's and you right. gotta be like, "Yeah, we're not that bad, mm-hmm. right?" Uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, like uh, in Adam's native Seattle, there's a group of people that uh, that call themselves mermaids, mm-hmm. and uh, they mm-hmm. they swim in the they swim in the ocean, yep. and they got the tails. Yep. Uh, sure. And my oh, defense was, yep. we gave you grunge, coffee, and Jay Buner. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's right. Yeah. Jay Buner, hardest <laughs> high five ever. Someone, I think <laughs> Nick Thune. Nick, Nick Thune. Thune said he saw Jay, saw Buner. Jay Buner on the street, and then went to give him a hard high. Five and he said yeah. it literally broke, shivered his forearm oh, in a way no. that he had never. Hard high five, well, Jay Buner. He's bad to the bone on every aspect of his life. In yeah. in every corner the of owner. <laughs> I, I mean, so I want to do a quick defend your hometown. Let's this do is, it. And this okay. is kind of like dumb people town with you yeah, guys. Please don't bring uh, up Michael Brown. Uh, no, because uh, you guys are from St. Louis. Yes, and uh, ironically, not the Twin Cities. No. Uh, I'm sure you're tired of that joke. No. Yeah, it's, it's a horrible. Although joke. people do think there is a St. Louis Park in Minneapolis, and some people. Like you guys from St. Louis Park, we said no. Interesting. You guys are from. Everyone wants to put us up in the St. Louis, Missouri, from Creef Corps, which is actually. Well, the Twin really- Cities are interesting because you ask people in like Minneapolis, Minneapolis where you. We ask people in St. Paul where you're yeah. from, and they're like Twin Cities. 
Yeah. They want to be associated with Minneapolis. You ask right. them from Minneapolis, and they're like, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, they're not, they're not oh. saying. You're not in Paul area? City? No. That no. twin died long ago. Yeah. That twin died in the womb. <laughs> yeah. I ate that twin. <laughs> uh, so a story I found from St. Louis. A woman in St. Louis uh, believes that she saw an image of Donald Trump in her butter, mm-hmm. and yeah. now she's displaying the butter in her home and selling tickets. So... I can understand. <laughs> also, Mexicans not allowed to see yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> not invited in. Listen, it's a greatest butter. It's yeah, absolutely it's, fantastic. It's and guess what Fabio saw it and he said he can't believe it's better. He can't believe, <laughs> believe it's better. It's, it's that great. It's the most unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you must show take your papers. papers. <laughs> you must show your papers. You take this butter and we're going to give it to Putin. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is ridiculous that, I mean, we're about to go to Kansas City and go yep. do shows. Great. And I'm like, and Kansas City is a little more progressive than St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little bit further out west. Yes. A little bit, like they have a Dean in DeLuca. That, that to me is the barometer. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like, like they're, they're the a town that can support a Dean in the DeLuca. The heart of their city is called the Power and Light District, which is just a bunch of bars yeah. where people let it loose and have fun. Yeah. There's a little bit of like Wild West that. aspect that it's like on the way to Denver. Denver's like, we're off the charts. Yeah. We're doing, like, we were smoking weed mm-hmm. long before anybody was. Yeah. And we were going to make this thing legal first. And that was like Denver. Kansas City is like we're, we're heading out that way. St. Louis is a little more. There's a great book written by Jonathan Franzen called "The 27th City." At the time, Jonathan Franzen wrote, wrote the corrections. He wrote uh, "Freedom" and okay. uh, "Purity." Great author. He's the guy who we talked to Oprah before. Oprah wanted him to come on his book club, and he said no. He said no. He said no to he Oprah. Said, Oprah. Yeah. Whoa. No he said no to Oprah. <laughs> Hashtag no Oprah. Hashtag no Oprah. I mean, nobody did that. You don't who does do that? that? Nobody does. And that. he wound up selling a ton more books because of it. It was kind of the boldest, like, sure, because he's Oprah. like, because he's like, well, who's this guy that doesn't need Oprah? I got, right. I got know who the fuck this so is. So his first novel before Freedom, or one of his first novels, was well, the one before it's called The 27th City, about St. Louis. 27th largest city in the United States. Very yeah. provincial. It's all about a, how a, a woman from India comes and, and becomes the... She's pol- like from Bombay. I yeah, think. becomes the police chief of this very white, blue blood, provincial city of St. Louis, and how it sends shockwaves through the old school waspy, sure. you know, old guard who are holding this city sort of captive. Yeah. Fascinating interesting and On really cool so that's the type of city that's mm-hmm. the backdrop for a place that would that probably now the city itself probably didn't go crazy over trump but there are a lot of trump supporters there yeah and like so, when you walk into a panera they're like how jewish are you that's yeah, right yes yes <laughs> so you want ever you you can get ham with everything so that's how they know you, i am a, like, May, a, like tuna they, you want ham on that <laughs> no nope, i do not jew <laughs> jew or the same thing with mayo mayo with corned beef no <laughs> no i don't jew. want mayo jew. with corned beef. Yeah, uh, sandwich ready for the Jews up front. <laughs> Did you have to say Jews? Uh, uh, what? No, I didn't say J23. that. J twenty three. J twenty three. You guys so then, only have numbers for everybody else. I don't yeah. know why you're saying J. Guys, I get that I need to take a number, but I don't think it needs to be <laughs> no, tattooed no, on no, the inner part of my necessary. arms. Take these two armbands and wait over there, and we'll call you when your food's ready. Uh, no, so they so step into this train car. So that <laughs> wait. So that is the type of city where okay. I can understand a crazy person seeing Donald Trump in their butter. I I get it. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. is he is like butter because if you have if you are literally have too much of it, it w- he will kill us. Like we've already had <laughs> wow. too much right. Trump. Yeah. He's going to kill us all. However, charging money for it, that's another level. Yeah. Getting money from it, that tells you what city we're in. Okay. You know I mean, like the, the totally. people would show up 
that yeah. people would show up what and pay your money. Like, okay, I just went down to a ridiculously cool art exhibit in downtown LA, kind of mm-hmm. east side of downtown, 14th Factory, amazing. They've totally recreated the final room from 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, I saw wow. your Instagram. Yes. Unreal. That was okay. great. I was there with my kids. It was so cool with kids. Yeah. I highly recommend it for anybody who is enjoying an edible. It is a phenomenal <laughs> oh, experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you it just you're seeing all these great sort of visual images, large like a lot of video sculpture, stuff. large, yeah. like giant plane, you know, fins, fins yeah. and just wow. like ton, beautiful video images, like this several screen thing of a car being flipped, like a like a beautiful yeah. like Maserati car, or, or excuse me, Ferrari car that got flipped, and then you walk out and they have the pieces of the car. Yeah, it's beautifully done. Okay, it reminds me of the Whitney. A little it's bit kind of like York. an independent the sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> Whitney Sitcom. Cummings. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Crystalia is an exhibit <laughs> yeah. inside there. there. He, he, he just he, doing. He's just drinking coffee, looking at the car, going, "That's stupid." <laughs> Making <laughs> money, and he's not allowed to speak. It's all physical comedy. That's all. It's just Wait, very how, physical. Do you need to be a huge fan of the movie to appreciate this? Uh, no, you okay. can actually go on while you're waiting in line. Go watch the scene, like the final oh, room scene, and you can. I, that's we showed our kids because our kids obviously have never seen that right. movie. Like I haven't, I've seen uh, Love and Basketball twice and Shanghai Nights twice in the theater. You, I still have not seen this. Movie. <laughs> wow, this is, will that help or hurt me? You need to. I would say go Priorities. watch the movie because you need to see it. Yeah. yeah. And secondly, then go see this thing. Okay. That to me was fascinating and interesting, and I gained a lot from it because a lot of artistic stuff was yep. done in it. Sure. I can't imagine gathering up your family and going to some person's house to pay money to go see, see Trump a stick butter. Of butter. But maybe that's their like that's. Their version of that, I that, guess, right? but 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 not right. really. Every no. city's got their every thing. city has art. Every city has you just artists. Go find it. You got to find yeah. it. Like, so I'm I, I, I'm always fascinated by this stuff that says it's like come see the world's largest pistachio, and then you go there and it's a ceramic pistachio. It's, it's like right. that's not a that's fucking not a real pistachio. pistachio. Yeah, you can't you made that. Say that you tricked me into coming. But what were you? <laughs> but were Lord you, knows I've said that. So we have to. Do, yeah, <laughs> you tricked me into coming. That's the story. That's his autobiography. Actually, that's his wife's autobiography. Hey, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. I wish we had commercials. I wish we had commercials. No, we have to defend our city on that. I think this is just showing the entrepreneurial spirit that the, the citizens of St. Louis have. It is the new spirit of St. Louis. The new spirit of St. Louis is, is, is all I mean, about entrepreneurial. I guess if someone, yeah. I guess it's nice to see someone make money off Trump who isn't Trump. Yeah. yeah, so oh, I, I guess go. that's no a positive if you want to pull that but out. But you of know it. that once he, if she makes enough money, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna sue her. Yeah, he's gonna oh gonna my sue her for God, the right to the butter. Amazing. Yeah, he's gonna sue her and put her out of business. Listen, that's then, my face on that butter. It's my no, butter. you're making money off he's my name. Good butter. He's my and, butter. And, uh, the I'm gonna charge thirty thousand dollars a melt, month to rent space. We're gonna melt. We're gonna melt the Trump butter. Terrible. Every piece of every piece of bread you put that butter on has to pay me a tax, a wonder bread tax. Wonder bread. By the way, there is a subculture of people who see like I feel like every year you hear about a story of somebody seeing like Jesus in a mm-hmm. toast mm-hmm. or uh, yeah. you know some it's like a, religious a grilled, grilled cheese in a grilled cheese yeah or Morgan right. Freeman in a fruit by the foot like there's all these different yes that hasn't been I would, one I'm I would putting that out there I would, I would love that damn good money <laughs> Morgan Freeman well, that example I, I would pay a top I dollar I saw tiny Andy <laughs> Dufresne and there we were by the fruit by the foot listen I'm very happy that it's a fruit by the foot and not fruit by the yard I support I support the American system we crawled out through 500 <laughs> yards of fruit by, fruit by the foot through a tunnel of shit. And they do, 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 do Artificial strawberry. 
and raspberry. Uh, uh, do but that would be a, a fun documentary. I feel like to see Just all those all people. the things. Yeah, yeah, all the things of the images. What leads of up to that? Because it, is it an immediate glance? Do you think do they just see it immediately and go, "Oh shit, Trump"? Or do they have to like trick their eye into like there's kind a lot of, of like it? Cal get in here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need backup and confirmation. Yeah, you need backup and confirmation, which only, by the way, shows you what the relationship is like. Like, if right. you have the type of relationship where you always support your partner, then yeah. you're going to see it too. If you're the type of person who's constantly questioning your partner, then that's going right. to be a fight. Because I, cause I would fight. like to think that if I called in my fiance, it was like, honey, uh, John Elway is in the sushi. <laughs> then she'd be like, shut up and fucking eat it, you right. idiot. Right. Why like, is there, why is there all this teeth in your sushi? <laughs> that is John Elway. Just giant pieces of rice. For you know kids. what? Teeth that just know how to draft. That's, That's it. We <laughs> said Elway's looking more and more like the horse logo. <laughs> He looks like of Miles, the Broncos. Miles the Bronco. Either that or he does look like Gary Busey. He's becoming, He's becoming Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. Hey, if, uh, if uh, Gary Busey can win us a Super Bowl, great. I'm fine with it. Listen, <laughs> you guys won a Super Bowl, but you guys yeah. did not capitalize on last year. And you did not get a quarterback, and Tony Romo is off the table. So, I yeah, mean, do we, do we want that, though? Maybe. Do, I do. do I think do we do. Want, do, do, do we want Mr. Glass? Yes. Yeah, you do. For year mm-hmm. one, you do. Yep. And then, one. You know, He's still great, I feel like. I feel like he's... Hanging it up too early. Oh but. well, you know, you, you know, he's really happy we, uh, that that he passed on that is uh, Phil Sims, oh, who found out oh, via text message from his son that he was that, that he, he was fired. He was fired. Well, yeah, that's the, why are they sending it through his son? <laughs> that's the thing is they didn't. The, his son Phil saw the Sims story. That's not like a plot Phil for Jack Sims. Reacher Five. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Sims found out through Adam's nieces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Phil Mr. Sims, that you don't have a job. Mr. Anymore. Sims. <laughs> Why Sorry, you're not on the top and of the YMCA, YMCA, YMCA. <laughs> turn to the right, turn to the right. Hi, how are you? Hey, man, doing well. Uh, thanks for picking me up. Of course. What's your name? Uh, my name is Brad, and uh, I mean, I hate to admit this, but this is my first time I've ever tried Lyft. First time? Well, how does it feel? So far, so good. I mean, I've heard a lot about Lyft. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's easy. And uh, yeah, so far, you're living up to that standard. Popping your Lyft chair. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, guess what, Brad? I'll tell you about Lyft. I've been working for them for, for quite some time. And you know why I love it? Because they make every trip feel like a easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl walking the park i mean wow that sounds amazing it does with lyft uh, the best part for me is that i get to pick my own hours and work whenever i want it makes driving pretty much the best job in the world i'm gonna quit my job as an accountant let me finish lyft is the ride sharing company that believes in treating its people better they believe that being a ride sharing driver should be fun and not have to be such a bummer just because you're in the car for a while if you're having a good time guess what so are the passengers you having a good time so far brad hey so far so good i mean you got chumba wumba on the radio i'm happy <laughs> i love Ch- hey i get knocked down but i get up again that's you know? right if you're choosing a ride-sharing company to drive for brad you gotta go with the company that treats you better and that's what lyft does lyft offers in-app tipping all right so when you drive for lyft i get to keep 100 percent of the tips drivers have been paid over 150 million dollars in tips since the feature was introduced because of the express pay option okay let's drivers get paid almost instantly instead of having to wait for weeks and you know i'm sure you're like me you got bills to pay I I do, and that sounds really convenient. It is convenient. With a capital 
Mm-t. Lyft has been taking the guesswork out of pickups, all right? The new AMP device uses color coding to help passengers find their drivers. You can earn hundreds of dollars a week, Brad, if you join Lyft. Plus tips, you want to make more money, drive more? It's never been easier to give yourself a raise, buddy. It's a simple formula. Happy drivers means happy passengers. Maybe that's why 9 out of 10 Lyft rides get a perfect five-star rating Whoa. up top. Well, a- after this, I could tell you that you're also getting a five-star rating, my uh, friend. Oh, you be, you be, you be, okay. So join the ride-sharing company that believes in treating its people better. Go to lyft.com slash ALN today, and you can get a $500 new driver bonus. A $500 new driver bonus if you go to lyft.com slash ALN today. That's lyft.com slash ALN, lyft.com slash ALN. Limited time only, terms apply. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Wait, wait, we're not, we're not going anywhere. Brad, it was me the whole time. This is a commercial. Oh. Good thing you're hot. Um, I have a question. Yes. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, Cheap Seats is top five favorite show of all time. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. It is Literally, awesome. Thank you. Uh, I know I probably saw you guys before that, but once I saw that combination of, I was just like, oh, this is the most genius idea and the most perfect people for it. Thank uh, you. So many like great nuances with like the, uh, what do you call it? Like the digital like circling things. and oh, yeah, like the telestrator. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, you guys, it was brilliant. We Thank worked you. really, really hard on making sure every joke in there was... We said we wanted to make a show that people weren't saying like, oh, I like this show in Sports Center," and that we were like, no, we want people to say, I like Cheap Seats, I like 30 Rock, I like Chappelle's right. show, oh, I like wow, yeah, yeah. The Daily Show. We were like, that but is But we happened to be to on a sports show. Yeah, yeah, but we want yeah. comedy fans to love it. Mission for accomplished. Comedy. Well, yeah, it, and, and I mean, it, it's been described as sort of mystery science theater, but for sports. Right. But in the same way, like, I don't like the movies that Mystery Science Theater is showing, no, but, no, but fuck, the jokes are incredible. The worse the movie, the better those guys yeah, do. Exactly. The better they did, and we were like, oh, shit, man. And we got political even. We yeah. slid po- political stuff in there on a sports network, which is normally sports, and the people who follow sports are pretty right wing. Mm-hmm. Pretty right wing. But, but I remember we were watching a Scrabble Scrabble tournament, <laughs> and the, and the <laughs> announcer, just, ESPN was showing Scrabble. And the announcer funny. said, Come he, on way. he's looking at his rack and drawing a blank. <laughs> This is 2005, and we said, I wonder who else is looking at a rack and drawing a blank. And we brought up a picture of George Bush in the corner and played the... And then brought it down. That's it. So on the page, there wasn't a reference to it, but visually, we made a statement. We're like, hey, man, we're comedians. I know this is a sports network, but we don't think we should be in Iraq right now, and we're going to actually make a joke about it and you know That's what? Awesome. If you hate that, there's another joke coming in four seconds that yeah, you're right. going to love, and it's a throwaway. If you love what, that we just said that, that joke will make you ours for life. Yeah, and that, you that and that you were the guys that were that were able to do that because that never like it, it, it's I don't like think we could do it now. No, on, and, on ESPN. No, no and it, it's so well, funny when you watch ESPN about now. Sports and comedy now, right? Yeah, so worried. And like you watch ESPN now, and you see those anchors like if if they start. Going down that line, like they kind of just like go. All right, the only I'm not person talk about that the anymore. only person on ESPN that I can that I actually enjoy watching is mm-hmm. Kenny Main, Seattle's own Kenny Love, Main. Yeah. Whenever Kenny Consistent. does, because he's he has, so weird and he's so out of the box that 
you almost automatically give him leeway yeah. to say what he wants yep. to say, which is funny and weird because yeah. his approach is his so approach different. is so unique. You don't see any new person with that type of an approach towards it. So it's kind of a bummer. Is, well, it's actually forced me, and I was such an avid ESPN watcher for years mm-hmm. and years and years. To now, whenever whatever sport is happening, I go to you that, watch packs. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're a big packs guy. Now. No, I packs guy. No, I go to that uh, network. So if it's yeah. if it's MLB, I'll go to MLB. MLB, yeah. Major League Baseball Network. Or if it's NBA, I'll go to the NBA. If it's NFL, I'll watch Retire. Kind of more entertaining to see Frank Thomas and Pete Rose. I uh, dude. I mean, they, Pete, them Rose, do, Pete Rose. Them doing the World Series last year. Pete Rose. Awesome. Pete Rose. Uh, Pete Rose, like every person in Philly, like, Pete Rose belongs in a Hall of Fame. And his, and his wife belongs in the Asian Wife Hall of Fame. <laughs> Let's go down in a Wawa on 15 Locust and go grab a water ice. <laughs> Wow. You want to go grab a water ice? Yeah, let's grab a water ice. <laughs> and cheese steak from Gino's. And get me a Coke Zero. I'll take a Coke Zero out of the fridge. <laughs> I mean, I just... Uh, Pete Rose. Well done Pete on the Rose. Philadelphia accent, Pete by Rose. the way. Pete Rose. Well, so the Philly accent for us came up. I was like... I didn't That's realize. a hard accent oh, they, to do. It is, and they tried. Did so, they try and do it on like a cheesesteak ad at one? Yeah. Well, well, they did. You know who does a pretty good one is uh, Tina Fey, and and also Nick Kroll did a good one on uh, PA Star or like yeah. Pawn Stars from Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah Pennsylvania. But it's hard because you have to swallow you your swallow L's. all of your L's. Our friend water. was from yeah. Our friend was from Cherry Hell. <laughs> swallow everything. Mount his, Laurel. his his uncle was in Mount Laurel. Oh on Fifteen Vocus. You know, but like, it's not a well known one because we wrote no. a bit about it. We our our bit was I didn't realize Philly had accent until I saw live from Daryl's place. Which yeah, Daryl Hall's incredible, great Amazing show, come on. show yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he would invite a musical artist to come on and play in. His little farmhouse backhouse, and they would they play one of the artist songs and one of his, and, and then one they play and a then, Hall and Oates yeah, song, like your right. favorite Hall and Oates song. It's incredible! It's a great idea for it's a show. Incredible! And Daryl Hall, who's got he's this, so likable, like, smooth and silky voice, yeah. like Sarah. Although Sarah's smile. smile starts with the creepiest line in any song ever, creepier Ooh. than "Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car." Way pretty creepier. bad. I was just singing that the other day. Uh, uh, creepier r- than uh, "Run, Girl," because you're too young, girl. Creepier. Almost. I think creepier because it goes younger. Oh, All right. he Jesus. says, "Baby hair with a woman's, <laughs> woman's eyes." I'm like, "What are you?" Oh, talking? That is his hair. thing. Oh with no, a he woman's does. eyes. But it's so melodic. I can see you watching in the night. Oh, what? what are you? Baby God. hair. So like patchy yeah. alopecia yeah. style hair, right. and just, like, with adult fine. eyes, with adult human eyes. I can see. But he had to say that instead of alopecia head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't so, rhyme. But he's patchy hair. With adult eyes, <laughs> oh, so, weird. so he. But he's got a smooth voice yeah. until he starts talking, and he's got a thick Philly accent. Yeah, wow. so that was the one where like CeeLo Green was on there, and CeeLo sang. <laughs> I, I can't go for one. that, but he. I think he's like just one to maybe I imagined in my brain, but he was just like, "Hey CeeLo, you want to go grab a Coke Zero and a French?" So CeeLo, and he swallowed the low and CeeLo, CeeLo. So we so we said, you know. The movie Rocky. There have been eight Rockies, right? Seven or eight? Seven Rockies. Seven Rockies. One 22 le- Rockies. One less than Star Wars. I mean, there was a joke in Airplane 2 where they're like Rocky 13 or Right, and now and we're getting like, there. Well, we're almost there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's insane is that movie was so successful. Why? Because the initial one was incredible. And mm-hmm. why? Because they said, he got it right. Got, got every everything detail. right. Every detail that movie was right of like, in terms of the boxer and the life and the thing. and the, We're like, 
okay, yes, that's why you you bought in because you're like, I believe this guy's yeah, a fighter. Right. I believe I love that it was a decision or a draw at the end, or that he yeah. lost, and like everything was right except that they're in Philly and no one had a Philly accent. Well, I don't like, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, yeah. I had uh, I had Philadelphia. Hey, Sound hey, a little like uh, Brooklyn. Hey, I can tell you that we should hey, go get a hoagie. Let's go nope, get not a working hoagie. for me. Yeah, that's pretty hey, good. Hey, you ain't got a hoagie. Hey, man, that's that's pretty good. Hey guys, it's me, Tony Danza. Philly is that Philly? Yeah. That's so Philly. We're like, we're like, how much better of a movie would it have been <laughs> if everyone had the thickest Philly? Like they actually did it right. That's so. Hey so Nick, right. don't throw in the towel. Don't throw it. I gotta go fight a Pablo Creed. Hey yo, Adrian, get out of that camera. Oh my. Go down God. to the Wawa. I'm fifth and well kissing Grammy Award. I gotta go chase this chicken around the yard. <laughs> It's got me running everywhere. If I can change and you can change, maybe we can all get Pete Rouse in the Hall of Fame. Get his wife in the Asian wife Hall of Fame. You know, but I mean, that to me would be a phenomenal movie. Way do better. You, do you think if you were to do that uh, in like a, a Cheap Seats now that people would be offended by it because it's so beloved? What that that to, to uh, do that sort of commentary on the on the on the movie? movie? I've done it on stage and people yeah, love it. Yeah, I think yeah. people dig it. You know, it might be more of like a Philly specific bit that we should do, but it is really fun. I mean, and it is fun to, you know, I I was talking about how we, we go back and revisit movies now because our kids are getting uh, yeah. to the age where they can watch the things that we have vivid memories of. Yeah, you know, right. not only new movies that are coming out. So my son was really, he's into Taekwondo. He does it. And so he wanted to see The Karate Kid badly. Wow. I'm like, all right, let's watch The it. OG, the original. not the Jaden Jackie Smith. Chan, Jaden Smith, no, where, no, where no. Jackie tells Jaden to jack it off. Which is, <laughs> which is <laughs> the real well, part of the he movie. He was trying to get his t-shirts, uh, right. his business, the Jackie Chan jacket yeah, yeah, off. They, they replaced Wax On, Wax Off with... Jacket on, jacket jack off. off. So you have this old Asian man telling a young black child, jacket off, jacket off. Right, well, there's nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong with that, first of all. <laughs> I love that you say that like it's a bad thing. Uh, it's healthy. Release. No, but there was a moment where, where my son also, I'd made the mistake of getting him the movie on the iPad. Yeah. So he now can just toggle with his finger and, play and go to God. Oh. And go to like God any, with the movie. No, go to any part of the movie no. and just watch that over and over again. So like if he, we wanted to go to the movie... You're sitting on fast forward yeah. for like it's almost like sit through and watch the damn movie and then you get there so he goes to the tournament always and wants sure. to watch the tournament scene over and over again he loves it which I can't argue yeah, with it's it great, great, great scene. scene but what's insane is I have now seen it probably I was saying to Randy I've seen it probably more times than the people who edited the movie <laughs> <laughs> so I notice now any like De- like any detail that's like weird or wrong right, about right, it. Right, right. So I so we have now started talking about this a little bit on stage, which is the moment, like probably the most famous line from the tournament is put him in a, bag, uh, put him in a body get him, bag. Get him a body bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him a body bag. Uh, the other the one, first one is sweep the, the, the legs, but the, the second is yeah. get him a body bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, remember yeah. it, right? Yeah. Remember the look on the guy's face when he says get him a body oh, bag. Yeah. Do you remember that? No, I, I, I don't remember the don't look. Remember. Don't remember, remember the look because, and this is what's weird because I've seen it a thousand times now. Okay. Get him a body bag yeah. is a line that's said off camera. The only thing that's on camera uh-huh. is, yeah. And now, really? having been in movies for a while, I'm now, because I'm watching it again, I'm taken out of the movie and I'm like, how bad of an actor was this asshole kid that he couldn't get that line right? Because clearly, that's a line that should be on camera. Yes. It's not like you need to see them warming up and getting ready no. for the crane shot. You right. need to see cut this to kid. Cut to that kid live. You cut to him to say, get him a body. But you want to see the veins in his head right. popping out. What this was asshole. He doing? Kawhi, like, I was just, now it? I'm like, it's like take 52. The director's like, all right. 
All right, give me the line. Okay, you know I got it. Give, got give it. me the line. I'm gonna do it. What? Just tell me what get it is. In my body bag. Fine. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's it. That's Fine. the part you Fine. have to get right. I'm the ready. second part You're you can improvise. You're freaking me out now. So just. <laughs> You're freaking us out because right. we're going into overtime. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Settle and action. Get the bodies in the bag. No, 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 no. You change shirts too. How did you cut? Jesus Christ. Uh, at, what po- at what point do you uh, do you think sports and comedy will be able to uh, be, like? Don't you feel like that there's been a handful of attempts yeah. like since your show where pe- it just has like the Norm Macdonald show? Like, uh, there's a lot of like mm-hmm. I-, I feel like people are so mm-hmm. sports are so beloved and like it's so you know, right even for putting, parody. Even too. putting Dennis Miller in the booth was like I mean I feel like that was the wrong choice, but like. I feel like this is uh, not funny. dudes, um, it's just you, they yes. take it so serious, and yeah. we're l- willing to take the piss out a little bit. But then it's like, all right, but now back to the game because there might be money on it, or there's yeah. like, this or is, I care. I'm it's putting my... so much into this because yeah. this is what yeah, I got this you week. Don't wanna, it is really important. It's your escape. I, you know, yes, we believe that there's there is a place for it, and we just have to figure out the right venue and the right. <laughs> the pro- that... the problem is, I think a lot of the problem is sometimes people come at it with they're like, let's do a sports show that's funny also. Right. And that won't ever work. That's not going to work. So, you know, because it has, if that's the case, then it has to be one or the other. If you're like, I'm going to do a comedy show with a specific comedic point of view and I'm going to come strong with that and sports will be the backdrop, that's why cheap seats work, yeah, I yeah. think. But, you got, because you guys were just being funny. Comedy, like, we're like, was... this is a celebration of right. a joke. This isn't just a sports show. Yes, we know our sports, and yes, sports will be the backdrop, and yes, we will right. take shots. I mean, shots what's crazy of... is that we'll do sports on NPR locally here on Madeline Brand Show, and we'll just talk straight sports. You're, we're going to be funny about it because yeah, sure, it's just you in the conversation. Yeah. You're always going to gravitate towards what is the joke about what's sure. here. But we talk straight sports, and I cannot even begin to tell you how many people contact us and they're like you i loved listening to you guys just talk straight sports i just i couldn't believe it and so it forced us to want to create a change in our podcast in scalabra country so at what we were doing before in scalabra country is we would have two stories at the top that were the two of the most effed up stories Mm -hmm. from the week jose canseco shoots off his finger and instagrams the holds operation dennis rodman has a birthday party for kim jong-il you know kim jong-un like in the so he like those are the stories and they weren't really sports. related to what's going on in sports but they were funny and they had like a lot of right. tributaries that we could go off on and that was usually our top of the show then we would have an interview with a guest yeah. and then we would improvise on three other shorter sports yeah, stories yeah. with that guest and then we would do a character at the end that was our format but what we realized after doing for that for six seven years is that maybe what we need to do is start going right at the bullseye a little bit more and say, okay, what's a topic? Let's take it like John Oliver. I love yeah. his show so yeah, much. I, I love it, love it, love it because it is informative yep. and it's funny. So he'll take a serious subject like the French elections and in oh, a very funny right. way tell you why you should be scared shitless because this bitch might win this Marie thing. Le Pen. That's yeah. right. She might win and that should scare everybody. Now that is the premise. Now that is not a funny thing. That is scary and real. But his attacking of it in every way is yeah. really funny. We're like, maybe that's the angle with this that everybody that we have not unlocked yet, and it took us, you know, 350 episodes of our thing to get to the point to do that. But so, yeah. like this week on the show, we we're going to talk about like hockey, yep. and we're going to talk about how we need to take every warm climate city in the United States that has a hockey team and give it back to Canada. 
get rid yeah, of which, warm climate as, teams. Oh, wow. Which, trust me, as a Ducks fan, scares me. But, <laughs> I know. At, but at the same time, one, one, one of the best parts about being a Ducks fan is that you can buy a ticket up in the cheap speed, uh, cheap seats, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no pun intended, then just scout your seat for the second and third period and then walk right on down and do it. It should not happen. Like, right. Because it's the greatest sport ever. Think about <laughs> Winnipeg. The Winnipeg Jets who lost the team and then got it after a few years, yeah. got it back. Their tick, season tickets went on sale. They sold out in 17 minutes. Yeah. 17 minutes for the season. Well, have, you ever, have, have you ever been to Canada and watched Sports Center? Yeah, the Sports first Center 12 Canada, minutes. TRE. 10, t- TSN. 10 yeah. years ago, we were there, and Connor McDavid, who is now, who was the scoring leader this year in yep. the NHL, plays for the Edmonton Oilers, who for years were out Edmonton, the fifth largest city in all of Canada. They were out in the wilderness. He is now, he scored 100 points this year, 30 goals, 70 assists. He's Gretzky-esque. Mm-hmm. This kid's amazing. When he was 12 years old, the lead story on SportsCenter, by the way, there were other sports that happened yeah. that night, was this kid's 12-year-old peewee hockey game. Where he scored 11 goals. Scored 11 yeah. goals in oh, the game. Like, this is, could he be the next great one? That's what they were saying top of sports center so for us we're like this is a country that wants this yeah this it went the kings the la kings have won twice in the last five years yep if you were driving around they didn't cancel shows at ucb when the kings won they didn't can't they didn't announce it at the improv i've got news here if the chicago blow and the chicago blackhawks won their couple of three uh, right. three where they won three uh stanley cup i guarantee you in at second city they announced that they the announced Black that the blackhawks won on stage in the middle of their show i guarantee you they did wow. if in toronto you know they were oh, gonna they announce shut it. down the whole city would shut down <laughs> yeah so rob ford would have done like an extra line of crack, <laughs> off, extra a line of crack off a hooker's ass <laughs> right why well, know when the seattle storm won their uh, wmba championship that was every yeah. deadlift shrimp uh golf tournament putt putt yeah. tournament that weekend was, was announced it. yeah they, yeah i so, think stopped. i think the seattle and this is a joke we wrote about being in seattle is that they they, they got it wrong with the storm it just reminds you of all the rain that's in seattle i think they should have called themselves the Seattle Freeze, which I don't know if you know what the Seattle Freeze is. No. Seattle Freeze is supposedly uh, if you move to Seattle, the people who live there kind of freeze you out. So socially, socially you have a hard time meeting people. How great would that be if that was the name of your women's <laughs> basketball oh team? My God. So not only are we going to play defense against you, we're going to literally not make friends with you. So I dare which, by you. By the way, to, is what women, in a way, that's oh. one of their superpowers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. To oh, yeah. freeze I'm one girl free- out? Yeah. yeah. That's like a boxed one on one girl. We boxed yeah. one that We bitch. boxed her out? Oh, we just turned our backs on her. Yeah. She couldn't even do a layup because she was crying. Right. <laughs> Fucking crying she, at the Crying at the elbow. <laughs> I want you to know she texted me three times from the top from the top of the, the key. Top of the key. I, I deleted every one. <laughs> Didn't even read it. Deleted the it. Seattle freeze. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? That's pretty good. So anyway, so uh, th- th- that's what we kind of realized that maybe we should like. So let's make a plea. Let's explain why hockey belongs in Canada and not in the United States. And that's not to say there aren't great hockey fans in Nashville. But you right. know what? People in Nashville want to go see honky tonk. They don't want to yeah. go if someone like in Vegas. Vegas is about to get a hockey team. Yep. You don't want someone to say, "Oh, we couldn't get Cirque du Soleil tickets." You want to go see the Golden Knights? That's not how you should go see no. hockey. A, profe- a professional You should be game. telling yeah, yeah. your kids oh, two weeks out, guess what? Daddy scored tickets so you guys can go see 
the 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 Maple Leafs game. Yeah. How'd you get tickets? I talked to two guys in my office, and they talked to two other guys, and right. then they got us tickets. It was hard to get. We're going out to dinner. I had to suck three dicks to get these <laughs> tickets for you. But we're you're going not out. sucking three dicks <laughs> to get your tickets. But you, we're going out to dinner first. We're going to the hockey for men and women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, going yeah. to the hockey game, and we're going as a family, and we're buying a foam finger number one, and we're screaming right. about and it. And this is our like this is this is what we're looking thing. forward to. Like, That's the best like, thing of the weekend. We're not going to Disneyland in, in six because months. We're, we're going to a hockey game. So, so that is, yeah. and, and again, and we talk about it now because we're in the midst, and that's like going to be the subject matter of our thing this week, the top center. Sure. So we have sort of changed, and I think maybe, to answer your question a while ago, maybe that is the key. We need to like literally get into it and take the bull by the horns and say, how funny can we be with a very serious subject matter? Interesting. Have you guys always been that um, just uh, open and uh, aware of like your fans and listening to the just the way, almost letting them kind of dictate a little bit what like... I mean, we try and say this is funny to us and this is what we really like and that's the ultimate barometer. Yep. This mm-hmm. is, that's how we write all our material. We're like, we like this. This makes us laugh. And this is something we think is interesting. Do you guys write together? Yeah. yeah. All the time? I mean, but I think it, we try and bring... It's more like a band. You text somebody. No, you text it's them. more like a band where like, we'll bring the beginning of an idea together. And then you guys kind like, of hash it out. But we, because we're a team, we have to say, okay, what's funny about this? What are some jokes that immediately come to mind? And then right. it's like, how can we, as us, put it into our voice and create a reason for two people to be doing this bit? And it can be as simple as this is what happened to Jason and his family and his kids, and he's dealing with this. And then I can comment on it on the fact that, well, I don't have that issue right. because I'm in this situation over so here. He has per- so he serves as a voice of perspective. Oh, you're the as outside I'm sharing perspective. A story. Yeah. And vice versa, right? And vice versa. Yeah, it's almost like up. we can be our own Gaffigan voice, oh, so to speak. Yeah. You know, where Gaffigan's yeah. like, why is he? Yeah. Why did he say why that? Why did he say so that? Weird. So I'm standing there going like, well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Did you just did you say that? You did that to your kid? Literally, you did that to your yes. kid? Yes. You're being the eyes of the audience, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like standing with the audience going, we're out here saying, what the yeah, fuck was yeah. that? Yeah. And so then I have to answer to him. And in doing so, we're creating a dialogue, which actually is funny. So that's one way. Another way is if we create sort of a scenario or situation that then can lend itself to a fun act out where exactly. we have two example people. like the the karate kid thing so he yeah. he is watching this with his son and suddenly I now become the kid who can't get the line right and, and I'm the, the director, director. Gotcha. and now we're into a fun scene and, right. and we can actually improvise and make it really funny and it's but different every really, night but again going back to like the podcasting that we were talking about before what is the truth of the matter the truth of the matter is now my kid is watching movies that I watched when I was a kid yep. and really the real truth of that whole bit because we get into it later, is that it's killing the magic of what I once upheld in these beautiful things. Killing yeah. the magic because he can see it over and over, and I've now watched it as much times as the editor. And two, you're watching the movie differently with your kid. You're on guard for, hey, wait a minute, Jackie Chan just said jack it off. <laughs> and wait a minute, there's a moment where Mr. Miyagi is right. drunk with this kid, and if the cops came in and asked him a bunch of questions, and Miyagi was just being 100% honest with him, it would be like a Sandusky-esque. He's yeah. digging like, a Sandusky nah. hole. He's like, well, he's just drunk and I was drunk with this underage kid. You were drunk with an underage kid. I just gifted him a silk robe. No, what? No, no, I no. told him to put on short shorts and wash all my cars while I leered at him through a bonsai tree. No, That's no, bad. no, no. Uh, we just beat up several high school I watched him in together. a montage. Yeah. What? I put on a chest protector and let him punch me in the chest on a rowboat. What? Then I came. What? Oh, oh shit. Oh, no, no. Then I came into a catchment. Has your, uh, I mean, your, I, I would assume that your, Give and take. Then uh, I came on a tiny chopstick. 
<laughs> if that was the last one. That's line how he caught the fly. It was sticky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I caught the fly. <laughs> people, hey. think, people think you have a lot of stealing that. And don't, isn't that, an old, it, isn't that an old saying? That's how you catch more flies with cum? Than yeah. <laughs> it is. It, it really is. Who said that? Uh, My grandma told me I that. I think your grandma. Yeah, 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 grandma. Yeah. <laughs> grandma. I'm on a chopstick. <laughs> well, it, it, and it's funny when you talked about the movies thing that you uh, discover. Uh, did you know that Darth Vader never actually says the line, Luke, I am your father? Yeah, I know. Yeah. He I never know. Says My kids are so, they're really, and I love it. My two girls are super into the, all the Star Wars. They're like cool. Star Wars nerds. Awesome. Are you? And they, I, I am too. Yeah. I mean, I loved it, but I'm now becoming like re getting in yeah. touch with this. Well, because you see it through their eyes. Totally. Yeah. And they yeah. love it. I mean, what's crazy is we watched the last movie together, and I was a little bit. I can understand how true Star Wars lovers would, would just love it because it's part of the story. And they yeah. literally took one line from Princess Leia where it was like, a lot of people in the first one, a lot of people died in order for you to get this thing. Right. And that literally was like, oh, let's make a movie about that. But I was a lot like, of people died. <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a shit about these people. I don't right. care. I didn't have the same feeling I had when I watched uh, Force Awakens. I watched Force Awakens and I'm watching with my daughters as this like kick ass girl is like right. just. Womp an ass, and I in a really cool way as she's discovering her own inner powers. I'm seeing this movie through my daughter's eyes, and I'm like, This is amazing! Everybody's acting is really good. There was a moment when you know, every moment when uh, Adam Driver is like really angry at his stuff oh, and like yeah, goes off like the way a tantrum. Cheetah. I hate this bike, I hate this stupid bike. It's just like literally like that movie, Karate Kid, Karate yeah, Kid. I hate yeah, this bike, yeah. I hate this stupid <laughs> bike. He had like three of those moments there, two of those moments in there and I was like, oh shit, man, this is great. These these characters are very real and I don't know, I did not feel that way at the next one. I've just watched this morning the trailer mm-hmm. for the next one, The Last yeah, Jedi wow. and I'm like, I just did. there we and go. And we're back. And we're back. And we're motherfuckers, back. we're back. And Dude, we're doing it. Are your kids uh, old enough to watch your comedy? yet no, no but we did a kid show which is uh we were on a kid show called mighty med which is a really fun show and well-written great show they only did two seasons on uh on on um on uh disney xd and when it's on disney xd no one saw it then it went to netflix and now everyone saw it <laughs> every kid has seen it and every, so that's how kids watch stuff now they yeah. literally oh, just yeah. watch it yeah on. and so that was a great moment for us for our kids they could watch that they what can't they, watch their comedy. Yeah. What do they think? Were they just like they loved super it. Stoked. starstruck? Yeah, they were just like proud and excited. That's my dad. Have you, have you seen this show? My dad's on that show. My dad and my uncle are That's on that so very cool. like proprietary. In you a got, great, in you a got to feel so great. Yeah, no, I love it. And, and you know, anything that makes them happy or proud, you're just happy. You, you yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hear so many stories about kids that are just like their dad is uh, I'm going to go for a crazy exaggeration example, but like their dad is Tom Hanks. And they're like, Ugh, yeah, yeah, Forrest Gump was OK, I guess. I mean, like people not want, or just wanting to distance themselves from it. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and they're just not interested. Yeah. How cognizant are you in wanting them to have like good sense of humor, too? Are you like, I mean, they are innately because they're your kids and I'm sure you're joking with them because it's a part of who you time. are. But are you trying to like, like my half brothers, I remember I showed them Family Guy at like seven and nine. Like, just because I was like, oh, I think you guys, they seem cool enough. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to this day, I don't think it's maybe not the reason, but I know it influenced them because yeah. they're like really sharp and they like funny stuff. And like, I, I don't big, know. Big I just, part of it. Big influence. So do you go out of your way to like show them? Absolutely. Yes. And yes. I think comedy is like a currency in, yes. in our family in that like they can get out of situations that maybe they shouldn't be in I love if that. they're funnier. Oh, yeah. Like what? They, I just like... There was a moment where I was, I think I was with my daughter, and she was like, not the oldest daughter. She was not doing her homework, and 
she just it was late at night and I was kind of in the moment where I could have just been like all right cut this shit and like do your homework yeah. like enough is enough like mm-hmm. you've been it, you need to go to bed it's 10 30 it's 10 45 and I she was like asked me for a for a pen and I like went and got her a pen and for some reason she was 12 she just I'm like I don't know how you did this she just started doing like this old black woman voice with the pen like look at that pen I'm gonna take that pen right there. I I started in that moment. I should have been really pissed at her, but I was laughing right. and I was like, "Oh my god, this kid is like yeah. legitimately making me laugh in a moment where I kind of want to crack the whip." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh man, this is you. Th- you just won. It's a you better skill set. Yeah. yeah, because you, of a joke. Yeah. That's right. And so I think they understand that. And she's known amongst her friends." As the funny one, awesome. And she's known amongst that's her friends great. as somebody who's really silly. That that that. I mean, and as a comedian, that's your dream, right? I'm like, I don't really have to push it on her too much. Yeah. she goes towards it. Now, uh, I want to know something. Is you guys coming up in this? Like, w- was there ever a point where like one brother didn't want to do stand up or like wanted did to you quit start at the same time? Or like, sure, you guys yeah. have regurgitated the story yeah. a million times. Oh, but yeah, I mean, we started yeah, time. we did it together always. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was always together. We've been lucky. I mean, I think what happened was. We were really fortunate in that, you know, a lot of our development time happened when we were in high school into college. And so it wasn't like we, we weren't like out in the world having to make money and right. panicking about that kind of stuff. So we kind of had like five or six years where we were trying out comedy and getting a little bit better at it. And we weren't relying on it. We didn't need it. And then once we got out into the world and started doing it, we got our we got the show on MTV a few years in. And so mm-hmm. we had a nice level of success. So immediately we understood, I think we are stronger together than yeah. individually. So. Cool. We both had similar, like, we needed each other and we needed this goal. So no one was like, I don't want to do this anymore. We've, we've been lucky. And we both loved it. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, I think comedy is something we both love. Sitting and you were around. buds growing up. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. So yeah. sitting like, around with not? friends and just goofing around and being funny mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things in yeah. life. Did you have that give and take when you were like young, like middle school, oh, high yeah. school yes. together? Like, yes. It's always been. So you've just been like honing it. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, think it's just constantly. something that started as at a young age. Yeah. We were like constantly performing in front of like groups of friends. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, just they were like rushing. Little yeah. at <laughs> college, man. College, like you do fraternity rush. Because you guys both went to University of Michigan. University of Michigan, we got there yeah. and it was like I felt bad for the other people because again, we had been all the skills necessary to like electrify a group yeah. of people oh. who are like waiting to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And, you know, and especially used- in college where most people have to go in by themselves and this is their first time without friends that they've had their entire lives. Right. And like you come in with a little more perspective yeah. of who you are Total and a swagger fucking of like, well, confidence. we got this. Like I remember somebody <clears throat> One of the things they wanted you to do when mm-hmm. I never forget this. One of the things they wanted you to do while you were at their like dinner that they invited you to when they were thinking about you yeah. know, is is they wanted you to say your name, where you're from, and your favorite movie line. Okay. You know, and you know, people had their favorite movie sure, lines. They're sure. short. I'll be back, and this now could all have the, been a contender. That's yeah. all of those. Yeah, I so I stood up, said my line, I said my name, where I was from, and then proceeded to do the entire jive scene from Airplane. <laughs> the whole, the, the real specific one when they sit down for right, the first time. Right, right, right. It's like, you know, hang loose, blood, she's gonna lay out, out the booty, I can lay go down and smack him. Yeah, I can coke out to me. You know, shit, I go through the whole thing. Yeah. 
Don't worry, I speak jive. (laughs) It was, there was just a silence and then applause. And I sat down and I was like, man. Someone's got to go now. Someone's got to go after me. After I did that, I was like, that's not fair. But at the same time, I was like, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, man. We've been standing up in front of people. We we, we were ostracized in high school in many ways because our interests were so different than what everyone else was. People in high school... We're our high school in St. Louis. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we had a few friends, and yes, we connected we with lots of people. We were lucky, but like the core cool people in high school were not into what we were into. We were into comedy. We were into we were comedy nerds before that was like a cool thing. Now at every high school, it's like, hey, you know, if you see comedy's a totally. big thing for yeah. kids. It's very accessible. There was no internet when we were in high school. Yeah, right. kids are watching stuff during in, in class, like videos all the time. So they're constantly like they're in it, refreshing. And, and there's a whole culture around people who are fans of comedy. There yeah. was not that, and we were all about that. And so we were our own entity with like mm-hmm. one or two other weird people who liked what we liked so then to come to college and then all of a sudden you get so much validation for all this like time spent doing wow. this thing it felt really it felt great and we were like yeah we're on the right path whatever what, that may be was there ever a time in high school when just because there wasn't a lot of people sharing that interest that you felt like we should drop it yeah or that you just felt uh, uh, I mean nope. or, or was it so fun and so you're like I love this world and then maybe you get to a point where you're like it's so dope that there's only a handful of us there, was a, there was a point where like we had done stand up at this we were 14 when we did it both got on stage because we're like, that's it. So we now both- we're talking 31 years ago. Was so the first time we 14 years old, we stepped on the stage at this Parkway North High School Follies, 300 people in the audience. And we did stand up like mm-hmm. two microphone. It's a crude version of sure. what we do today. And we didn't understand a lot of stuff. We stole a bunch of material that like we just loved and mm-hmm. regurgitated yeah. that in the same way that you would do a scene from. Something. Yeah. But then wrote some stuff. Like, wrote some stuff about the school and about, like, wrote some material. And, you know, we got laughs, and it was really, we were proud of it. And a friend of ours who was in Kansas City at the time through youth group who was doing comedy sports a year older than us said, hey, we just heard about this thing at at comedy sports. If you do stand-up, have you guys, do you have any tape of you guys doing stand-up? Because he knew that we were, you know, that Mm -hmm. we wanted to do it. There's this young, young comedian special that's in development that they want to produce out in Los Angeles, this production company. We didn't even know what a production yeah, company was. Yeah, what's that? Ruben and Core was the name of the production company, and they were on Beverly somewhere. You know, was I'm going to Google them now and Ru- see if Google they... Google them yes. now. So it was... Uh, Mark Price, Skippy from Family Ties. Yes. He was going to be the host of this show because he had done some stand-up a little bit, mm-hmm. right? And so there was, was going to be kids under the age of 16 doing stand-up. They wanted to do that sort of a show. It's a real niche said, market. Well, he said, do you have any sta- any yeah. tape of you guys doing stand-up? And we said, we actually just did it. Oh, crazy. And he said, send like it to first this. first time on stage. Right. He said, send it to this address. And we sent it and didn't think of anything. We're in St. Yeah. Louis. We just sent it off. Right. Uh, thinking well, ne- this it's like when you send an America's Funniest Home Video submission you're like it's going I mean, I into a black hole yeah. exactly then like three months later Whoa. we get a phone call and I'll never forget they call this and they're like hey this is calling you from Ruben and Core we saw your tape we watched hundreds of tapes or thousands whatever they said and uh, we really think you guys have something that's super interesting and super cool you can't steal material there's mm-hmm. some stuff that we recognize some other stuff and then they proceeded to give us a bunch of notes of like, yeah, you got to like, they don't exist. Don't exist. <laughs> anymore. 
So we put an end to that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, uh, no, but they said do a bunch of things. Like, you should need to create each other's individual characters or like separate and figure that. They were asking us to do things that it would take us like years to understand. Yeah. And just go up to your local comedy club and tape that and, and then send that back to us. And we were like, okay. We called the comedy club. They're like, you're, too, you're 15. You're too young to right. perform here. What this club is, is this? This is a bar, the Funny yeah. Bone yeah. in Westport. You're too young to perform here. And so we called them back and we said, they, they said, said we're, we're too, too young. young. And they're like, hang on a second. Then five minutes later, we get a phone call back from the club, and they're like, you're on on Wednesday. So they call us. And so we get up there, and it was much more difficult doing writing all of our own stuff and trying to like make that fit. And also performing now for adults. Strangers. Strangers. Adults. Adult, strangers. Like that a don't half give a empty sh- room. Yeah, that don't it, give a shit and that, we you're, sent uh, that, that you're in high school. We sent that tape in and never heard back. And I don't even think the show ever happened. But yeah. it was a moment where somebody out here said... There's something Some there. there. That was the carrot. That was, that was someone dangling the carrot in front that of you. That was the like, thing oh, that wait, said, shit, this is possible. Well, we had always been like, oh, we can make our friends laugh and we can make people laugh, but where do we stand in the larger thing? We didn't even know that that was a question to ask. Yeah, just having friends and friends' parents say, you guys are really funny. Really funny. That they, doesn't, I mean, it's, it feels good, but it doesn't, you do, know, you do know that you need that outside uh, professional and validation. We didn't even know that we needed that until this opportunity came up and sent it out there and then got that validation back. And then we thought all along, I think when, when it waned or we were like, man, I don't know if we want to do this and maybe we should go to law school and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff, which we really went down the road. Finally, we just came back to the fact of like, we're, we're going to, we would really be upset. There are enough lawyers in this world. We would really be upset mm-hmm. if we didn't follow this through and see where it went. Yeah. Go, go to New York, see what happens. New York or L.A., and we decided New York, yeah. which in its own right, I don't even know if that was the smartest thing because we were terrible comedians when we first started out there in front of a lot of people that we were of Louis C.K., Jeff right. Ross, Sarah Silverman, John Benjamin, Sam Cedar, Todd Maron. Barry, they say Mark Maron. Yeah, they did, probably didn't like what we did because it wasn't funny. And I'm funny. like, I didn't like what we did. But you have to go through those machinations <laughs> you have, before yeah, you, you gotta die first. think about it. you got to die you first bomb before a lot. you get reborn. And right. So, you know, I think we had a few things that were good. And we got some great. Andy Kindler was very good to us. Mark Cohen, the comedian, yeah. super good to us. Just, it just spoke up without even knowing in front of a manager and was like, have you seen him and his brother? They're great. He didn't have to say that. This is weird. I was a PA on a show that was happening out there. It was an incredible thing that he did. And then us. we also were very lucky that we were there right when alternative comedy started in in New York. We were stuck mm. because we were doing bits about being twins. And then alternative comedy happened in Rebar, which ultimately became Eating It, which was down in Luna Lounge. Yeah. But Rebar was the very first one. It was a U shape of couches. There were only enough people to sit on the couches. So and then thirty stand people, thirty it. people in the audience. Dave Rath. Dave Becky, yep. those are the the managers who were there, and then the people who performed on the show were Liz. I remember Liz Winstead, Jeff Ross hosted, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, Mark Cohn hosted. Jeff Ross went second. Liz Winstead, then Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman, Louis C.K. Uh, wow. Benjamin and Cedar did a thing where they were running for president, running of, for president of Rebar. <laughs> they they treated it like they were running a for campaign pre- campaign thing, and they got into a fight. He stood up out of the audience, and they got into a fight in a way that you never saw performers interact with the I yeah. never ever saw someone come up out of the audience and do it we were like blown away and nobody was doing material that was specific to who they were they were not specific to who they were but predictable predictable right. who yeah. they you were know. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. it blew the, the doors off of what we were thinking we're like wait this because you thought you pretty much just had to do all about were, twins, were twins and stuff. dress yeah, the yeah, same yeah. and talk about being twins and then all of a sudden we saw this and we're like 
wait, this counts as comedy too? Mm-hmm. And then our well, minds. Like, this is how people are funny around their friends. And they're literally doing this at a show? This is what we would do if we were fucking oh, around with our mind friends. mind blown, right? Mind blown wide open. And by the way, this was a new movement. Like it was happening in L.A. at Luna Park. It was happening at uh, the Uncabaret a little yeah. bit, and then it was sort San of San Francisco was a Purple Onion. Yeah, a, a little a, bit a little in bit San Francisco, yeah. the zoo, the zoo, zoo, the zoo yeah, was great up there, and it was, and some of those people came down to here. But like this was the first, like we saw the like the third week of Rebar which, in ninety four, ninety four, and wow. so it really changed our attitude for what we could do, and it opened up the door for us to be like, oh, this is what we need. Well, to right, do. and then in like you think about uh, when people talk about their comedic influences, like you guys didn't have any twin acts to really look at, like oh, Nobody. they did it. No, like, nobody. So yeah, we had to blaze. We had to, we had to blaze the trail. Would anybody try to give you like a, an, an elder statesman? Try to be yes. like, yo, I don't do this, but like, I this is what I think you should do. Yeah. That was the yeah. worst. Bobby, 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 Bobby Collins. Bobby Collins. Bobby Collins. You ever, you've worked with him? Yes, I have. Of course I have. Bobby Collins. Hey, Squad Brothers. <laughs> Remember when she burned the penis and the helmet was on fire? That's <laughs> on the out on the inside. That's what I'm on the outside, I'm saying you're my favorite wife. All right, so. <laughs> So he, we did a set at Catch Rising Star, became a club again. Rick Newman, who owned it in the 70s, for some reason, Rick Newman took to us and loved us. And we are so grateful always for that. He gave us, he really believed in us. He's like, you guys should be performing on the weekend. CBS This Morning said, who are the next up and coming comedians that we should feature? And he said us. And we did an interview there. We were just starting out. We had 12, 14 minutes of new material that we really loved. And he was like, you, I want you to come do weekends, 20 minutes of sets. So we had yeah. to stretch to get there. He was he was an amazing guy, and he had us up there on a weekend, and Bobby Collins was there. We come off stage, and we're at the bar, and Bobby Collins is like, let me let me tell you what you should <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, of course. Let, let me tell, tell you what you no should do. No one asked yeah. for anything. Let no. me tell you what you should okay. do. Where's Bobby Collins? All right, hey. <laughs> Nobody hey, said that. You say this. You say something funny, whatever you say funny, and then you say something funny, and then you look out at the audience, and you give them a look like, hey. Can you believe we just said that? Do you believe that this just happened? This guy just said that? And yeah. we're like, okay. It's great advice. Thanks. Uh, thank, thank you very much. Oh, for that. God. But, you know, look, I appreciate that he wanted sure. that. he liked sure. it. He liked to want to say yeah. something. And, we, and, and I will say this. You know, we're 30. We told you 31 years since the first time we stepped on stage. But really probably about 22, 23 years into, like, regularly performing at yes. a professional level. We still grapple with May, have we made the right choice with what we've done? Because we've chosen to be a postmodern take on a comedy team. There is not a straight man and a funny man. Right. There, sometimes we echo each other. Sometimes we agree. A lot of times we disagree. We mix it up. It's not predictable. Yeah. And it's not understandable. And some would argue, well, you guys have cut yourself off at the knees and you eliminated your sitcom and your this and your that and your other. We say we're doing the kind of comedy you know, sort of influenced by that early unpredictability. Someone would mm-hmm. see twins come on stage and we're like, let's do, let's not talk about being twins. Let's use sort of our, each other as an echo and at times and improvise and there are, right. there is no straight man and let's keep it loose and let's try to show people what our fun, you know, what well, the relationship also, yeah. is like. Yeah. Also in terms of a comedy duo, like, like I said before, there's not, a blueprint for you. Well, there were a lot of comedy duos back in the '60s. You know, Martin for Lewis, that, and but not twins. Not twins. I think twins adds that extra thing to it. Where yes, you could echo each other. Yes, you can be that because you're you almost feel like you're looking at one person having an argument with themselves. Mm-hmm. True. And, yeah. Or two sides of one brain. Right. Or, or really, what we say 
what we hope is that people are like, this is what happens when two comedians who are close with each other get together. It becomes a riff fest and yeah. you try and top yeah. each other and you try and build on each other and it builds momentum. <laughs> and before you know it, you're like off on this crazy tangent. And here's with, an idea and let's build a scene around it and sure. all that other stuff. And, and so, it's what it it's we are trying to essentially show like what we realized is without being so heavy handed. A lot of people see twins and they see a little bit of wish fulfillment in that. Someone's like, I wish I had a twin. I wish right. I had someone really what they're saying to you is not. I wish I had someone who looks like me. They're saying, I wish I had someone who has all the shared experiences is on the same wavelength with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we do our job right and we show sort of the fun and the enjoyment in that and the play that exists in that, then... Or the sadness and the, and the misery of sharing this and commiserating. Like, sure. I, you know, I watched Louis C.K.'s 2017 yep. stand-up special and I was just like, that is... I mean... It was there were so many parts of it, so dark, so funny, he, so good. So, he, start, he started with suicide and abortion. Yeah, and, and that's like, how you start off a yeah, special. Yeah. I mean, he so dark, so fun, and there were so many moments that were so funny. It's like, yeah. oh, it's amazing, and then at the same time, it's paralyzing because you're like, oh my god. I mean, how are we going to even yeah, do anything? If that's that, what like, we. If not that's that the it standard, compete, it, not to compete with it, but yeah. just to put it in the same box that that exists. Right. And then you have to take a step back and say that's that's not what it is and, you, and we just have to do our thing. Yeah, you can but exist it, in your own bubble. You can exist your own thing. That but, never goes away though, right? That like that a little uh, just, you know, piece of comparing just to try to or fear that a little bit. fear that like maybe we are not we're, we're not going deep enough we yeah. need to go deeper we need to hit that bullseye a little harder going back to what we were saying before yeah. we're we're dancing around subjects we need to go right into them and really get into the truth of what that is and maybe that's the next special is our truth and yeah. really digging in and trying to find out what that is and to me that is interesting and how can we say it in a way that's different from what he's saying and mm. but at the same time affects us personally can yeah. you can you guys do five more minutes yeah, yeah. 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 Just have a few more questions. I do yeah. want to know, like, you've done, I mean, so many shows, so many TV, radio shows. I mean, it's probably like things when people ask you, I don't know how much you can remember if somebody says, like, do you remember on Jim Rome one time when you said this? Like, I don't know if it all blurs together, but was there a show uh, or TV appearance or um, where something happened between you two, some riff that was just so in the moment and, like, just, you know, incredible? I'm sure you've had tons of them, but yeah. it was just, like... And maybe like the backdrop of where the show was or what happened. Maybe it was the first time really something clicked for you guys on stage, or it can be two two years question. ago. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of them because again, you've done so many. But no, I mean, we had. Some I mean, we did, we did a movie. We did a small independent movie which uh, called Teacher of the Year, and this was. Uh, Keegan Michael Key was in it and played the principal, and there are a bunch of other people who were really, really great in this movie. It's I think is it on Netflix? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I know it was really fun, and and the guy who did it, uh, Jason Strauss, used to be a comedian, and he became a teacher, and he did wrote a really great movie about these teachers about a guy really who was who was in a public school Matt Lesher who, who was, was picked on, to be Matt teacher Lesher was on Boardwalk he played the Kennedy on Boardwalk oh Empire. yeah he's, he, he also was in, was in Her he played Amy her. Adams girl, boyfriend and, and he shows up in like the funniest moment in Her where his pants are up to his yep. nipples it, and is, like, on, it is on Netflix okay he's a great guy it's a great yeah. movie about how he is conflicted with uh, he was voted teacher of the year and then he's given this opportunity to teach at a private school but decides that he wants to sort of stay in the, in the soup and, and teach in a public school well this guy wanted us Jason to to be the counselors, the school counselors. And we were like, 
okay, here, so let's think about what we can do with it. No script. Let's improvise it for us. Let's let's make it all about we think we're the best counselors in the world and we are the worst counselors in the world. <laughs> and so get us in front of us. Class, real kids. Real classroom of kids. They ask us questions. We improvise the worst answers ever for their questions. But we think it's all great. So yeah. they ask us when, you know, some girl raised her hand. When's the USC, uh, when, are, when are those applications due? And we're like, those great are question. due. That's a great question. Those are yes. Yesterday. Those are uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry there, and, it, and you and should it, have been on it. But uh, <laughs> and that's not our job to. And she's like, "That is actually, I would, It was, it was one so of those. That is actually your job. And we're like, well, not so sure. But <laughs> uh, agree to disagree. All right, let's so, talk about regions where you might want to go because now, obviously, USC is out of the picture. But yeah. let's talk about <laughs> where you, you might go to UNLV go. and you are going to kill a hooker. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Let's just be honest. So let's ring, throw all the cards out on the table, and I'm like eating little pistachio perfect. nuts the whole time, and. and and we just there was a moment where we just hit that stride and we were both you know we were trying not to break we were having fun we were riffing we were really enjoying ourselves and something in that that performance really leapt off the screen in that show even though we were only were there for a day they sprinkled us sort of throughout the movie yeah and yeah. it and it became this thing that a lot of people who saw that movie were like that was a very special performance we felt it in the moment and we felt like comedy helped us get there our experience. Yeah. Fuck. Well, now i got to watch that movie. Yeah. Good movie. It's, good it's actually a great little movie. Like Keegan's a really great in it. Yeah. It's just a fun little movie. Um, I love that. And last, by the way, thanks for doing this. this oh, is I a love long it. Yeah, we're trying, to, like, yeah, we're trying to get you best. on. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I think the uh, love affair all started at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival playing ping Dude. pong. Yeah, I, can I be honest? <laughs> I told Brad, I go, like, I mean, like, that, that was, ping pong I love so much. I wish yeah. I was better at it, but like, Having you got like that should be a show, by the way. I'm so, sure you've talked. So that story is kind of crazy. So those guys, three years ago at mm -hmm. the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, said, "Listen, we're doing this ping pong tournament at, at the Stateside Theater at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Will you guys commentate it?" We're like, "Okay, how long? What are you asking us to do?" Yeah, here? we just wanted to find out what they wanted. Yeah, and clearly they they had no clue. They're like, "I don't know. It'll probably last a couple hours." We're like, "You want us to commentate for two or three hours? Do you realize that that might go horribly wrong? Let us try this. Let us do the first half. First hour. half hour. If we like it, we'll keep going. Whenever we feel like they're tired, they're sick of us. Let's stop doing it because we may just get. We might just have nothing to talk about. Yeah, like, yeah. We've never done this before. We have no idea what it's going to look like. You have to give us a, an escape hatch yes, to get right. out of here." So we get there, and it's about a third full. Like, friends of the people who are playing, and a sure. couple of people who are like, eh, it's Tuesday, it's I bought, the, I bought the pass. I bought the pass on another event. So it's 2 p.m., and four tables are out there, and we go up, and we make the decision, which was actually a very smart one in the moment, but we couldn't realize it until we play itself out, to only interview the losers. Only interview the people <laughs> yeah. who lost and be like, what, what happened? Yeah, that's I mean, a brilliant move. What happened out there? <laughs> and just take it really seriously and like treat it really seriously, and we were up top trying to make jokes about everything in Austin and the festival yes. and things like that. And what people are wearing. On, what people are wearing, how they're playing, yeah. who they are. Just, it was like the like, red carpet like Seacrest and the, but it was yeah. like cheap seats come to life yes. in like a live event live yes. event and we always knew that we had in our in us to try and do that but we were starting to have fun so finally we're like we're not stopping this is we're gonna do this we were this an is, hour in then it was like two hours in so we're an hour and a half in and mm -hmm. suddenly it's half full apparently people who were oh, there shit. were contacting people out right. there you got to get down there and see this, this is crazy because this it's is fun. a new show like no, this never has never happened, happened yeah, yeah no one knew what it would be they didn't know if it'd be funny then 
it's like you get to the final round and it's three quarters full. Okay. Oh my God. Three quarters full. And then people are just like trickling in. And then it's like almost completely full for the championship match between two people who it went to like overtime. Okay. So you got to win by two and it was like 29, 27. This guy won. So the, the action was exciting. We were, you know, having a blast and I felt like we were really on the money and calling it. It was beautiful three and a half hours or whatever into this thing or mm-hmm. three hours into it and this one person wins they bring out the trophy which is a huge trophy with like a paddle kind of affixed to the top of it they hand it to the guy and the paddle falls off <laughs> the top of the trophy <laughs> the trophy falls apart we're like this is the greatest thing ever oh and it was like giving birth it was like it's this like really a ma- script of basketball just right there handed totally. to you boom and yeah. we had so much fun and they were like okay this is now yeah. something and for us that's the thing that keeps really keeps is coming back every year because it's so different every aspect and no one else can Mm -hmm. do it yes other people probably could do a good job but we since we can mix the sort of sports broadcasting explaining what's going on with comedy you have to have that by the way you kind of have to have that because if you're just jokes then it can get a little mean. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of want to avoid that. You, we're able to like, what we do is we dance over the line. We get mean, then we come right back. Yes. Yeah. We say something funny and then we're back into what's going on in the action. We So it's got to be a weird sort of balance of those things that but we... It, become, it has become this thing. So now we've done it for three years. This is our fourth year doing it. I anticipate, and, and maybe I'm crazy here, that it'll start about two-thirds or three-fourths full and then eventually just pack up throughout the whole thing. But or awesome. who knows? Maybe even more. We don't know. Like more people are buying these passes it was just a blast to do. And it is just, that beautiful blend of comedy and like sports. taking it seriously in sports yes. because like there were moments where I'm playing and like laughing at your commentary and then when you would get excited for like some shot I had, then it would like lock me in. I was like, fuck, I want to win so bad. I know. <laughs> and Because yes. you know that we're not demeaning what's happening. Totally. Right. Because we've played ping pong. Yeah. We understand how difficult it is. I yeah. think we're both actually pretty good at playing it. Playing a sport in front of people also is different. Like we can all go out and hit golf balls, but yeah. when you oh, have a line of a gallery, pressure right there's an extra level of pressure. and you're not adding to it which is great you're no. just like we're just no, trying we're, to support it yes, trying to yeah. support it and have fun. you were great you won do you, you I won, won like two, two and rounds. then, I, yeah. and then rounds, some guy yeah. who was i think a didn't they let people just festival pass holders yes yes and guy this guy just was great but yeah, then yeah. there was also judah freelander was unreal and he just i've never it. seen him play is he that incredible he's good he's just has a great he's got his own paddles he's got like <sighs> a knee brace well he's a world champion he's well he is the world champion of that you're like you've earned your hat bro i'm thinking about coming in with some sort of move like a Kurt Rambis goggles or like something do, do something or like some sort of a, a Adam Morrison hair wig or, I love it do that do yeah. that something we'll just have fun I think, that, I, think, I think you gotta go like Will Ferrell like you yeah. got you semi-pro? got yeah, sem- semi-pro headband McEnroe headband sure <laughs> McEnroe yeah. attitude right Steffi you Graf God can't be serious <laughs> Sean Kemp illegitimate kids all around uh, you how dare you <laughs> that'd be great uh, that was our favorite joke and, our, and we did when we were up in Seattle we were up at the top of the Space Needle and you're like, look at that. There's they're doing a tour, a walking tour of all of Sean Kemp's illegitimate oh, kids. Yeah. It's like about funny. it's about a seven hour tour and it spans <laughs> all the, the neighborhoods of Seattle. You really get to see Seattle when you walk through it looking at all the children that Sean Kemp littered across that city. He's left that he's no longer paying for. I know. Well, Guys. each each one of those women counted for them when they found a new relationship as a rebound for Sean <laughs> And that's how we ended. Good night, everybody. Yeah,
listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.